Hi, I'm Kathy Weckworth from Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best Radio Show. Have you ever wondered if people really take time to focus on the real meaning of Christmas, that real story? Well, pick up a cup of cocoa, put your feet up, and listen in for the next half hour to an original radio drama by me and the Best Life drama team, Diane, Tyler, and James Bacher, along with Tracy Cox. And featuring as our producer of all of those fabulous sounds, Garth Yelty. In this drama, Dr. Cox, a zany psychiatrist, has taken a break from her practice to direct the local community Christmas play. And the Samuelson family, they're going to try to help her explore that true meaning of Christmas. Let's listen in to Dr. Cox as she directs the Christmas community drama. Brad, hurry up! It's freezing out here! Don't push me, kids! Hello, hello, I'm Dr. Cox. Yes, we know. I'm Brent, and this is my mom Sandy and my brother Bradley. We're here to audition for the community drama. We signed up for four today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Oh, but Sandy, you are a brunette. I said I needed a blonde for Mary. A blonde for Mary? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, what part are you trying out for, Mr. Bradley? Now, wait a minute. I've been auditioning kids from the senior high. You're really short to be a senior in high school. I'm not a senior. I'm here with my brother. Right, right. So, one of those really brainiac people, right? Promoted to the senior high? What are you, 16? I'm nine. Okay, well, anyway, sit down. Sit, 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 sit. Anybody want a diet pop? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, look, Dr. Cox, we were surprised that you were going to be the drama director. Uh, do you have any experience with actors or drama at all? I mean, aren't you too busy practicing psychiatry? Emphasis on the practicing. Brant, shh. Experience. Experience? Oh, well. When I was working with Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, and then R2-D2 came in, and, well, Darth Vader was so... He was so mean. That was George Lucas directing Star Wars. Oh, so it was. So it was. What I really meant to say was when I was working with Hillary Swank, and she was doing that and punching, and and then she said... Wait, wait, that's Clint Eastwood directing Million Dollar Baby. Well, I have had experience directing. Uh Uh-huh. I directed the preschool version of Dora the Explorer! Goes to kindergarten. Oh, it was a huge hit. I'm sure it was. Back to what we're doing here today. What parts are available? I was thinking... Oh, my, Trent... You are not in charge, so you will not be doing any of the thinking. It's Brent, all right. Okay, well, anyway, if you really must know, I'm still looking for a Mary. Oh, good. I'd like to try out for that part. And then I'll need her husband, George. George? It's Joseph! No, 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 no. I'm sure it's George Bailey. And then I need Mr. Potter. And probably Violet. You know, I always loved that color. Shades of purple. Oh, well, they just, they look so good on me. Dr. Cox, please focus. That's It's a Wonderful Life. And I'm pretty sure you're not directing that one. It's supposed to be the Christmas story. You know, the nativity story. Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus. Oh, yes, of course, of course. I just haven't quite looked at the script yet, so I'm a little bit fuzzy on that story. But could you fill me in? 
Sure we can. It's Mary and Joseph. Oh, you mean Joe? Joe? Well, no one goes by Joseph. That's so formal. Well, that was his name. Can I see your script, please? All right, right here. This is your cast. You'll need Mary, Joseph, some shepherds, and the innkeeper. Wait! What do you mean, innkeeper? He didn't let them in. He kept them out. He, he should be the outkeeper, right? Right? Oh, Mom! Oh, yes, dear Dr. Cox. Please let him continue. Then you'll need a really great star. Star? Star? Like, like Barbara Streisand? Is that in the community theater budget? No! Miley Cyrus. Definitely no. Dr. Cox, we mean a celestial star. Oh! Celine Dion! Dr. Cox, focus. Blinky, twinkling in the sky kind of star. Oh, mm mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Sure, sure. I think a narrator would be quite great. Now there's a good idea. Oh, 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 I got it. Someone with a British accent. Like Sean Connery. How about... <clears throat> as they approach the inn. They were informed that there was no room. We might be able to do it like that. But I was thinking more like a voice of a nine-year-old. Like this. <clears throat> As they approached the inn, they were informed there was no room. Okay, back to the story. What exactly happens? You know, I I think I might have to read the script. Will we have any blizzards, thunderstorms, hurricanes? I love those. Does someone get lost? Do they get hurt? What about shepherds? Are they making pies? I love shepherd pie. It's my favorite. Dr. Cox, please excuse us for a moment. This is a lost cause. This is nuts. She doesn't even know what she's doing. But Brent, it's the Christmas story, and we know it. We know it well. She needs our help to do a great job in telling this important story. Yeah, it is the reason for Christmas, after all. If I get to be the narrator, I'd be feeling really happy. Brent, it is Christmas. Have some patience with her. Oh, fine. Okay, crew, crew. Okay, apparently there are some stars coming. Who knows? Maybe Julie Andrews. I loved her in Mary Poppins. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine Dr. Go down. Dr. Cox, Dr. Cox, one main star. The star of Bethlehem. And no, it's not a person. It's a star in the sky. Okay, you know what? We're going to help you. We're going to walk you through the script, talk you through the characters, work through the staging, costume, and props, and make sure that this is well-produced and promoted. All right? Oh, Ben, you're such a nice kid. But why do you want to help me? It's Brent, and he's just a nice guy. Most of the time. So let's start with the story and make some notes, and we'll help you through this. Okay, but don't tell R2-D2 that I'm directing you, because, well... I haven't been returning his calls. I can never understand what he is saying. Crazy Dr. Cox? Well, we're going to get right back to the story after this fabulous Christmas song. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, bringing good cheer to young and old, meek and the poor. Ding dong, ding 
dong dad is their song with joyful ring all caroling one seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere filling the air oh how they pound raising the sound oh in the down telling the tale gaily they ring while people sing songs of good cheer christmas is here day 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 christmas day 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 Now let's get back to our original Best Life Ministries drama, Dr. Cox and the Christmas Community Drama. Bradley, watch out! Watch out, honey! All the material is falling! Oh, way to go, buddy! I'm okay, I'm okay. The material for the curtains just fell. 
I guess that adds real meaning to the phrase, it's curtains for you. Okay, grab this doorframe, Justin. Has anybody seen any members of the cast yet? They should have been here about five minutes ago. I'll bet Dr. Cox has them mystified with her amazing credibility as a psychiatrist. And that's why when Kurt and Liesl started singing, Doe, a deer, a female deer, I could actually say, No, no, that sounds flat. Let's start again. And they really did love the fact that I made those clothes right out of the curtains, just like that. Oh, Oh, hello, Samuelson family. I was just telling the kids about some of my directing experiences in Honolulu. Mom, I thought The Sound of Music took place in Austria. It did, and it was 1965. Oh, boy. Justin and I are finished with the doorframe for the innkeeper. Innkeeper? Innkeeper? I thought I asked about changing his name, remember? He kept them out? He's the outkeeper. Remember outkeeper? Look, Dr. Cox, we're sticking with the original script. It's an innkeeper. Oh, okay, fine. Sandy, how are you doing with your Mary costume? Did you try it on yet? Yes, it fits, but it's not very attractive on me. Kind of think I look fat. Honey, you're nine months pregnant in this drama. You're going to look a little heavy. Justin, what about you? How are you doing on borrowing that mule from your Uncle Henry? This could get interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now, shepherds, we've got them baking their pies, right? No, no, no pies in the story, remember? They're with their sheep, and they're going to be listening to the angel's announcement. I've got Brittany all hooked up with her harness so she can fly in as the angel of the Lord with announcement for the shepherds. Mr. Robertson came in and built a platform for her, so I think it'll be pretty cool. Hey, Brad, how's the star coming? Here's the Bethlehem star, Dr. Cox. It's better than any star you've ever seen, right? Wait, wait till I get plugged in. Oh, Tad, little, little Tad. (laughs) The student who is nine years old and a senior in high school, you are brilliant. It's a lovely star. Mom, doesn't she remember that Brad told her that he's not in high school? That he's nine? It's okay, just just keep working. Now what about the innkeeper? Where is he? Joshua? Right here, Mom, at your service. What are you doing, Joshua? You should be busy building those extra rooms. Remember, you didn't have enough that evening. You do realize this is a dramatization of the real story, right? Right, right. (laughs) Okay, so, Dr. Cox, what is that? Well, the O'Reilly family loaned me a little lamb for Mary. Really? Really. I mean, when the shepherds come out, we're going to have these great costumes. They will have these long, neat robes, great head coverings, and each one has his own staff. Don't even think about it. What? What? Did you really think I would say something about having them each have their own administrative assistant? I know it's not that kind of staff. And anyway, I thought it would be more realistic with the sheep. You know... I was once in the mountain range, slowly making my way up the steep hill to Grandpa's. 
little sheep by my feet. And then I helped Clara by moving her in with me and Grandpa. And she was breathing in that fresh mountain air and drinking goat's milk. And, oh, she was getting so much better. But then Peter came in, and he was so angry, and he began to push Clara. Dr. Cox, I think that's the story of Heidi. Oh, so it is. So it is. Okie dokie, then. Well, let's see how the first stage set is going. Oh my, that's a lovely dark night background. And Thad, that is such a great star. It's Brad. Thanks. I think I've got all the angels clear on their singing parts, and I tried on my costume. It's great. I think our part is all set. Super. Good work, Brittany. Check that off the list. Oh wait, Mom. A manger. Oh, I've got that all under control. I am managing just fine. No, a manger. I said I'm managing. I'm the manager. Mom! A stable with a manger full of hay for the baby to be put into. Oh, of course, of course. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, Mr. Thompson volunteered to make that. And the set that looks like the stable with the hay. We've got the hay being delivered on Saturday morning at 7 and the stage crew arriving at 7.15. Mom? I'm having a little bit of trouble with my lines. Oh, oh, Tad, why don't you let me help? Let's read it together. Okay. In those days, Caesar Milan issued a decree that... Wait, what's he doing in the story? Dr. Cox, why don't you go on over and help with the roof on the inn? I'll help my son. Brad, it's Caesar Augustus. He was an important government authority in that day. Caesar Augustus. Right. So he issues a decree that everyone must be registered. A census, just like we do today. And so Mary, a virgin, who was promised to marry Joseph, travels with him to Bethlehem. She's carrying inside her belly the Son of God. And when they get there to Bethlehem, it's time for her to deliver the baby. Jesus. Right. But there's no room for them at the inn. So they wrap him in cloths and place him in a manger. Where animals eat their food and drink their water? Yes, and then we read in the scripture that the shepherds who are out with their flocks see a beautiful angel of the Lord, and they're scared. I would be terrified. But the angel tells them not to be afraid, but there is great news for them. I know, I know, that a Savior has been born. Do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you a child is born. Right. And the shepherds are so excited that they agree to go find Mary and Joseph and see this baby king. Following the star? Yep, and they find him. And we learn that after they see the baby and tell people about him, they return to their fields praising God for all that they had heard and seen. Just as the angel had told them. Wow, this is like the best story ever. And you know, I love that it's really true. The Savior? A child that changed the world? Exactly. Oh my goodness, you guys, look at the time. We've got to get going home, kids. But wait, what about the innkeeper? Well, what about him? Do you think he ever added on those extra rooms? Uh, Well, I think he was probably pretty embarrassed, but we don't know. The point is that a little child, the Savior of the world, came from heaven. The King of Kings, born of a virgin, to save us. 
He didn't come into the world wrapped in royal purple robes and in a castle. He came into the world wrapped in claws and laid in a manger. Well, see you guys for dress rehearsal Friday night. I think it's going to be great. How can it not? It's the real reason we celebrate. See you on Friday. Sandy, Brent, and Bradley will be performing the true Christmas story before their community. Let's listen in as they get the final details set and prepare to share the true meaning of Christmas with their townsfolk and with us. Brr, oh, that wind is so cold today. Mom, I love it when it gets dark that early because it feels like a night in Bethlehem. And you can see the star I made even better when it's dark. Let's see if we can find the good doctor. I hope she's in one of her clearer frames of mind. Oh, there you guys are. Oh, I've got my list. The straw arrived this morning. Check. The stage crew has that set for the manger scene. Check. The donkey named Dolly will be here shortly. Check. Cast and crew are arriving in 15 minutes to get dressed. Check. Eight-piece orchestra is practiced and arriving here in 30 minutes. Check. Wow, Dr. Cox, I'm impressed. Oh, Trent, don't be stressed. Okay, and it's gone now. Mom, the check crew knows when to light my star, right? Yes, honey, they know when. Okay, let's get these coats off and get backstage to repair. You have your microphone on the front of the stage, right? Come on. All right, places, everyone, places. Three, two, one, and go. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Portsmouth's annual community Christmas event. Tonight, we're journeying with Mary and Joseph as they make their way to the town of Bethlehem. As we travel, watch for the wonderful signs that made that night a night of miracles. For on that special night, a child was born. Let's watch. Isaiah 40. Verses 3 through 5. As is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low, and the crooked road shall become straight and the rough ways smooth, and all mankind will see God's salvation. Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. 
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. No, Joseph, I'll wait right here. Lord, I'm so tired. My feet are hurting and my back aches that you would choose me, Lord. But why? Why me? A most ordinary girl. Mary, here, drink this. How must you feel? In this condition, traveling with me so far. Are you warm enough? Thank you, yes. I'm fine now. Just a short rest. That's all I'll need. Bethlehem, it can't be that much further. No, Mary, we must be close now. Let me walk to that point and see what lies ahead. You sit here and rest. Lord, you have declared that this child is to be called the Son of God, and he will reign over the house of Jacob, a Savior, Messiah. I see a flicker of lights ahead. We're not far. We'll find a place for us in Bethlehem. Come, arise. Let us continue just a bit further. And so they continued to make their way to the town of Bethlehem. But as they got closer, it came time for the baby to arrive. Joseph, I can go no further. Mary, we've tried, but there's no place for us. Every inn is full. Oh, Lord, please help us now. Wait, here's a place. Sit here, wait. Yes? Kind sir, please help us. Have pity on us. We are traveling from Nazareth. We are tired and weary, and look, my, my wife is with child. She can go no further. Please, sir, do have room for us. I have money to pay you. No, there's no room. With all the travelers, we're full. But there must be something, anything. Joseph, please help. Sir, anything, please. Well, she does look in pain, but I have nothing except the spot with the animals in the stable. You're welcome to rest there. Thank you, sir, thank you. I'll get my wife and things and we'll rest there. Thank you, sir. Mary, sit here while I make a spot for you to lie down. I have wished for the perfect place for you and this child, and I'm afraid this is not what I had imagined. While they were there, it, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. It is a cool night tonight, is it not? Yes, wait. What is that light in the sky tonight? It shines so brightly. Have you seen anything like it before? Oh, look, Master! My Lord, what is this? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger.
Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. My soul rejoices in you, God my Savior, for you have been mindful of the humble state of your servant. I believe that this child has come to save this world from sin. Isaiah 9, 2 and 6 The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Merry Christmas to you and your family. From all of us at Best Life Ministries.